Good afternoon. Greetings once again in the name of the Lord Jesus, and welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth as found in Scripture. Last week, Pastor Pace encouraged us not to have fear, but to trust in God. Today, he will begin a new series titled, The Grace That Brings Salvation. You don't want to miss it. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. For more information about this great church, go to our website, gtacdallas.com. But now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and we welcome you again to the Word of Truth broadcast. We are praising God and thanking God for keeping us, thanking Him for good health, thanking Him for protecting us and keeping us, and thank the Lord for the good services that we're having as we're streamlining our services, and we hope some of you have been able to tune in, and you can see that God is moving in a great mighty way, and we certainly hope that you are blessed and that you are safe and and that uh, you are protected as well. Amen. As we pray for our city. Amen. The city of Dallas. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. He's great and greatly to be praised. And we know that God is still in control. He still sits on the throne. Amen. And what God wants to do is sit on the throne of your heart. Amen. If you would let him in by his spirit and his word. Amen. Well, on today's broadcast, I want to talk about the grace of God. And I want to take my Subject from this scripture text in Titus chapter 2 and verse number 11 and 12 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. The grace of God that bringeth salvation. That's what I want to talk about here today is the grace that brings salvation. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And so Paul writing Titus in our opening scripture text says that the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to all men. And so we want to look at this and see that Paul is saying that the grace of God brings salvation. The grace of God is the carrier of salvation. The grace of God will bring you everything that you need to be saved. Now, there is a big misunderstanding and even some confusion about what grace means. We hear that grace is defined as unmerited favor, and that you can't earn it, that is something that God just gives to you, is unmerited. Well, that definition may only, only applies when God reaches for a sinner firsthand. The first time a sinner ever comes to the knowledge or understanding that there is a God or someone brings him the gospel then that's the grace of God as unmerited favor. But after that, now God will only give grace to the humble. 
God doesn't just freely give grace because the Bible says that God resisted the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So anyone that is proud does not get the grace of God because God hates pride. The Bible says he knoweth the proud afar off and he resists the proud. He fights against the proud. Amen. He's against all of those that are proud. And so anyone who's proud does not get the grace of God. Amen. So the grace of God does not come freely to anybody. But no, they have to be humble. And so Paul says that for by the grace of, of for, for by grace are you saved through faith. Not of yourselves as a gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. All right? And so we understand that that the grace of God is a gift. It's given by God to the humble. All right? And it says, not of works, lest any man should boast. Well, we understand that we're not saved by our works because there's nothing that we can do as a righteousness because the Bible says our righteousness is as filthy rags. But there are some things that, yes, we have to do in order, in, in a humble manner in order for God to give us the grace. All right, and I'll talk a little bit more about that here later. But first we want to see that John 1.17 says, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. All right, so grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. In Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 2, it says, If you have heard of the dispensation of grace, of the grace of God, which has given me to you, word, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. All right, and so Paul said that this grace is given to him so that he could preach. Grace is an empowerment. Grace gives us the strength, the ability by God. Amen. The strongest concordance, the Greek definition for grace, but the Greek, the Greek word is charis, and that means divine influence upon the heart and reflection in the life. And so God has to influence your heart. God's got to move on your heart. God's got to give you the strength and the ability. That's what grace is. And God will not give that strength, that ability, that influence, that empowerment, amen, unless it's a humble heart. As the Bible says, amen, a broken heart and a contrite spirit, God will not despise. To this man will I look, he that is, he that is of poor of spirit, of a contrite heart, amen. The, that's the ones that God will look to that gets God's attention that God can work with, amen. And so Paul understood this. And that's why he kept himself humble, amen, because he knew that that was the way to get the grace of God, that he could preach the gospel, preach the unsearchable riches of Christ, amen. So he was given grace to preach the gospel. Now, what is the gospel? He defined the gospel in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 1, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you which also ye have received and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if you keep in memory 
what I preached unto you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. So we see that Paul says, this is the gospel that I preached, and by which you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Now, one misinterpretation or misdefinition of grace that people would say is that it's unmerited favor, which means that once you're saved, you're always saved. Amen. But Paul is saying, no, you're saved if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. You see, it's possible for you to believe in vain if you don't continue in the gospel. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And so the Bible does not teach once saved, always saved. Amen. That's a misdefinition, a wrong definition of grace. Amen. Because once grace hits a sinner to try to turn them to God, then they must humble themselves in order to continue to get the grace of God. And then he said the gospel was the death, burial, and a resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we see that Paul preached this gospel, how Jesus died, he was buried, and he rose again from the dead. And he said that by which you're saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you. Amen. You see, the gospel, amen, saves them that believe. Paul said in Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And so we understand that we must believe the gospel. As Paul said in Ephesians 2 and 8, For by grace are you saved through faith, through faith. So you must believe the gospel. Amen. All right, now, but we understand now that the grace of God brings salvation. So everything that we need for salvation, the grace of God is going to bring that to us. Amen. And so in order for us to be saved, the grace of God has got to bring us a savior. Hallelujah. Amen. And we read in John 1:17 where it says, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. And John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so we see that the grace of God brought us a Messiah, a Savior, amen, in Jesus Christ. And then Jesus had to go through living a life without sin so that when he shed his blood, it was sinless blood that he could shed as the sacrifice, amen, that was needed to redeem mankind. And so after he died, was buried and rose again from the dead, now the gospel is preached, amen. And the grace of God, hallelujah, brings you the gospel. As our opening scripture text says, the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Amen. The creation of God is clearly seen by all men that it would tell them that there's got to be a supreme being. There's got to be a God. And whenever that, whenever God sees that that heart is reaching out to him, then God's grace will send him a man to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. For the Bible says, how shall they hear without a preacher? Hallelujah. And how shall they, and how shall a preacher be, preacher preach unless he be sent? 
And so God will send a preacher to that hungry heart. It doesn't matter where they are. Amen. They can be in a lost tri- a tribe somewhere. Amen. They could be uh, uh, in a country somewhere where, where there's not much, much there. Amen. And people are concerned about people like that. But God's not because God knows every heart. And if that heart begins to reach out to see that there's a God, God knows how to send a missionary to that very place. Amen. To get them the gospel. That's the grace of God. That's the grace of God. That's bringing them salvation. Amen. And so the very first thing that we've got to do is believe the gospel when we hear it preached. So the grace of God brings the Messiah, Jesus Christ. The grace of God will bring the gospel, amen, to someone that needs to hear it for their salvation. And so we can see how the grace of God, amen, is is working by bringing salvation to all men. Hallelujah. But will all men receive it? Well, they believe it. Praise the Lord. They got to accept it. Believe it. They got to see it. May God open their eyes. Amen. Well, my time is just about up, and I'm going to continue this again next week. So tune in and hear the rest of this. Oh, it's a good message. The grace of God is a very good message. Amen. I believe God's going to open your eyes for you to see it. I'm Pastor Joel Pace. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Pace. I sure want to humble myself and receive that saving grace. Well, that concludes today's edition of the Word of Truth. If you have any questions, feel free to call us at 214-391-0017. That number again is 214-391-0017. Due to the shelter-in-place orders, we are now streamlining our services. We would love for you to log on and join us. There will be worship, prayer, and great preaching. All you have to do is log on to our website, gtacdallas.com, and click on the Listen Live tab. Again, just go to gtacdallas.com and click on Listen Live. The service times will be listed there. Please tune in again next week when Pastor Pace will continue on the topic of the grace that brings salvation. Don't miss it. On behalf of Pastor Joel Pace and Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, God bless.